Greetings. Greetings for your day. Greetings for your life. Greetings and enjoying life and what it has to offer. Now, I know a lot of us think that there's not a lot to offer because it's just things are just not great, right? It's just not. So we tend to get very caught up in, Nate, what if, what is going on? And, you know, the conversation now is everybody's just learning to talk all about Option and rest. Like, that's too conversation. That's what it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to be like this. This is not normal. And it's sad because part of me feels like, you know, I feel as if we are. Uh, We've gotten to the point where we we give up. We're giving up. We're we're doing all sorts of crazy things, you know, where when it comes to us putting things together and sticking with our guns, making these rules, meeting these women and woman meeting man or whoever you meeting. But there's something that disturbs me. And it's probably one of the most common sicknesses in this world. Um, I think one of the biggest things that really bring me down is Seeing how common these problems are becoming the norm, the new norm in everyday life of becoming an excuse to some degree. Um, I'm tired of it. Shout out to Wakanda. Yo, I seen that you left me a message, but you know, when I listen to your messages, I got to you see how late I am doing this live, so I had to make sure. Shout out to Wakanda, so I want to make sure I get that full attention. I got a lot of DMs today, too. And, um, you know, when people send me messages, I see how much pain that we are in. I do. I, I see pain differently than you do. I see pride pain. I see... The pain of somebody really hurting, but they're telling you everything's okay. You ever see that pain? Everybody's always telling you, yo, things are great. Things are cool. No complaints. And as they're telling you this, you know they're hurting. It's like seeing somebody limping or they're walking up a hill or they're trying to struggle to cross the street. And you're like, you need any help? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And you even try to persist to help them. And they're like, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. Like. I'm totally good. And you know they're not. See, that, that's a human nature that we tend to uh, share with one another. 
we tend to share this gift called life. And as we share it, we really know what's really going on, but we want confirmation. You know, I don't know how much confirmation you need when you're hearing somebody going through change. Shout out to Elsmooth 253. What's up? Salute to you. Yeah, man. You know, it's always good, man. I'm, I'm glad that you listen. It's, it's a quarter to two in the morning where I'm at. And I'm glad that you're at work. I'm glad that I'm part of that day. You know, I'm glad that I'm part of your work day. You know, I went into the check cashing place, right? You know, pay a couple of, uh, you know, utilities. <laughs> That's what we call them in life, right? And um, I asked the woman, I said, you know, are you guys allowed to have a telephone? I mean, a, a, you know, a cell phone? She said, no. We're not allowed to have TV. We're not allowed to have anything. And I am and I'm, I guess because you, you got all this money in there and God forbid it's a hold up or something like that. They don't want them to be distracted by watching a TV program and you look up and somebody got a gun pointing for this. I get it. Excuse me. I do. I do get it. I think I think what it is is that it just coincides to everything that I'm seeing. I had another friend of mine's uh and what I mentioned with her is the check cash and police girl. She she's in pain because she was watching her TV, but she had to get it out the camera view. That's what she told me. But it's painful you're gonna be at work for eight hours and you can't even entertain yourself. You know what I'm saying? A positive note, and I break this down to the deepest degree. It's all to my left, my right, front, back, everywhere. Everybody, you know, see people that's going out there buying cars that they don't need. That's a that's a form of pain. That's your insecurities working on you. That's your insecurities telling you that you can't do something. So you need this. You know what I mean? And we don't look at it like that because we're like, no, nah, you treat yourself. No, 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 that's not treating yourself. Treating yourself is eating that cookie that you probably neglected not to eat for months, weeks. Treating as yourself is to do something different for yourself because you always working, you're always doing this. You just treated yourself to watch television for a change because you don't watch TV. You, you, you pay for cable or streams, but you don't do anything. Treating yourself is pampering yourself because you don't take the time to do these small essential things. But treating yourself does that mean you have to buy a $100,000 car and you're being happy? And you won't be any happier because you got to pay a bill on it. A big fucking bill. So, I, what it is is that I seen a video yesterday and, uh, you know, <laughs> the video's funny, man. I forgot the guy's name, but he was getting on this dude and 
You know, um, the guy basically feels that he's entitled to a certain type of woman. He's entitled to the type of woman he likes, and he's entitled to that. And, you know, the, the moderator had to let him know, like, yo, he asked him, was his penis size? The dude told him, you know, you know, he said above average. And the guy said average could be four inches or five inches or some shit. Whatever it was, moving along with the conversation, they went into this dark mode because he was just dissing them. Now, the guy already came there, was already insecure the minute he joined in on the stream. And I felt as if that, all right, well, he's going harder. So now he's destroying him. And, and despite of it all, the only person that really got anything out of this video was me as a viewer because I was, it was funny. It was entertaining because the narrative of him trying to help him was actually a, he was bait. He was he was he was badgering him, bringing him down. So if you didn't come into this point of being secure, you definitely left feeling worse, right? So he leaves feeling worse. Clearly, clearly feeling worse. And as I looked at the video, I said, "Well, damn, what did he get out of this?" I was a little confused. He got nothing out of it. Everybody watching it, those that were entertained like me were entertained. It was an entertaining video. But they found no resolution to his problem. And this is what we've become in this society now. We have become so selfish that we can't even share our pain. Let me say that again. I don't think you heard what I just said. We have become so selfish. We can't even share each other's pain. We almost believe that we don't want to get judged and we don't want nobody trying to laugh or this one knows and he could throw it in my face and, you know. The sad part about it is we're all in pain one way or another. It's something that you do, whether you're a shopaholic, which means you buy shit that you don't need. That's a problem. You spend money, you blow money. Those are all problems. Those are all insecurities. And those are all insecurities some of us wish they had. Well, I wish I had the insecurity of having money to blow or have the insecurity of being rich. You know what Give me that problem, Nate. I don't mind that problem. Well, you don't mind that problem because you're on the outside looking in, like most of us. If you're on the outside looking in, it's entertainment. It's something to talk about until you're suffering with that. Now, I know a lot of times I hear a lot of dudes talk all this stuff about, you know, you know, man, you know, you're taller, Nate. You know, you a ladies, man. You know, you don't have no problems, you know. Well, that's like telling a rich man that, hey, his life is better. I wish I was you. I'm happy. And that rich man may tell you, man, I wish I was in your position. But he's so rich. You're like, yo, you, now you're making a joke of me because you're so insecure 
you can't even believe that this rich man rather be in your position. But if you were secure with yourself, you would have took heed to what he was saying. Like, more money, more problems. A humble man always wins. And I see nothing but pain. Since COVID, we're all in pain now. One way or another. People, like I said, whether you're making foolish purchases to no purchases at all because you don't know if the next day is coming. You see, those are all things that will immobilize you. I know men that are in marriages with nice houses and kids or a kid and life is on the outside looking in. Hey, man, you guys are doing well. But that's how the common person that didn't know them. See, when I watched that video with the gentleman the other day, I didn't know him. But I know the individual that I know that I'm talking about. And I know that since he's been on his own, lived in his mom's house, no disrespect. I never felt this was a problem, but you know, he came from the nest. Him and mother had some problems. He had a woman that didn't get along with his mother, which is a problem. And ever since him and this woman have been on their own, he has been nothing but a man that's trying to service her and trying to keep her happy. This is all I see. So I see this. So now, not only do I see this, because now I read these people on an entertainment level, like I'm, walking, I'm watching the guy, how this guy's belittling him and saying how it's not on the level of having this and not on the level. And I know that there's a mode that people feel real good when you putting somebody down and they're at your mercy. Okay, well, that's insecurity. That is insecurity because that's abnormal. That's not normal behavior. Now, listen, the brother that I'm talking about, I'm not going to really reveal his name, but I like some of his videos. I do. This video was a little, little different because I was like, yeah, I know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you're doing, you know. I know that language because I did that. And I know that when I was in the right night on the right mind space, I did that. I did that behavior. So we have all these different things back to what I was saying in regards to, you know, hey, Nate, you know, you're tall, you know, you're a ladies man. You don't have these problems. And I'm like, wow. If you allow that insecurity of you being short. You are going to be short minded. You see, it's all mental. And if you feel that because you're shorter or short and you are not able to be with the woman of your dreams and you're lacking the height and this is why it's lacking, you are sadly mistaken. That's pure bullshit. You see, you're probably loving somebody more than they love you. She doesn't have love for you. That's It has nothing to do with your height. You can have the woman that you may like or desire, right? That choice is yours. What choice is not yours is who you can make love you. You can't make anybody love you just because you feel that 
you're in love with them and you treat them good and all the above. And now you want to probably think deep in your heart. It's, it's about your insecurity. It's the fact that, oh, you know what? This is because I'm shorter and her ex-boyfriend was tall. No. That's unacceptable. I don't love anybody that don't love me. If you don't love yourself, now people are confused. I think we heard this before. No. Loving yourself is loving yourself to know what you're not going to put yourself through. If you hit gunfire, you're going to jump to the ground, right? Because you love yourself. You care. If you didn't give a fuck, you would stay there doing whatever you had to do. You love yourself, so you have to protect yourself. And to protect yourself is to love yourself. Now, low self-esteem, disabilities, you may have no legs. You may have no arms. You may be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. You may have disabilities that cause you not to do the common thing that we all can do. Unacceptable. To me, that's unacceptable. I don't want to hear no excuses for why somebody doesn't love you because you have a disability, because of your insecurities, because you're short. Don't come and look at me and say, hey, Nate, you got it good. Because you're basically telling me, I wish I was you. Well, isn't that how the old world is? Nobody's happy with themselves. Everybody wants to be, man, this one inspires me. Man, you inspire me. Okay, that's cool that we inspire each other, but at what point are we happy with ourselves? You see, the one thing is this main ingredient that's missing from all of you that are suffering one thing or another in this title. And it's called confidence. You know, confidence is love of self. The most deepest love of self is confidence. When we were kids and you seen the think I can, you know, the train climbing the hill, I think I can, and the more and more he believed it, that steam was coming out of his head and coming out that train and he made it to the top of the hill. Because he believed it. Because once you believe in yourself, you no longer have a disability. You're a confident person. You're no longer the disability man that the state or the government is telling you you are. You are no longer the disability or the person suffering a disability because you had 5th degree, 10th degree burns, 1st degree burns on your face and your body. Beyond recognition of what she was. But a true woman could see right through that. A true woman can see right through that. Because your love is deep. She can know when you're hurting. She can know when you're feeling dislove. She can, she can know how can she commit to you in any way because I got to be there for you. She knows when you're down. It's like, the, he knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you are bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. Oh. That's Santa Claus, right? 
If you have a woman that is into you, she's going to know all those things. She is your Santa Claus. She's going to know the things that you need, the things that you're lacking, the things that... She's going to know all these things. But in your mind, you want to make something the way it should be when a person is not into you. They can't see that you are within. They can't see your happiness from within. True happiness is from within. So if you feel that you have everything going on in your life, but you're short. That's bullshit. That's unacceptable. You couldn't come to me and tell me that, and I'm going to be like, okay. I remember years ago, right? I remember I had a bad accident. 2011, I had a very bad accident. I had a bilateral quadricep rupture. So, you know, the, the ligaments of the muscles was torn in my legs. Thank God I'm good now, but. This is what the injury was. It was a sport injury, very terrible injury. And I remember when I was in the hospital, I didn't have no TV. The TV wasn't working in my room. It just sucked like we just wasn't working physically. I mean, I remember that old fucking TV. It wasn't even a flat screen. So I was in there. And, um, you know, I remember they told me you're a fall risk because, you know, I didn't have the surgery yet, so... They put the fall risk on my bracelet. Now, down the hall, I'll tell you where I'm going with this. There was this guy that was laughing, and he was like the most incredible guy on the floor. And they said, this guy literally just lost his leg from a construction accident. Now, I don't even know how to fuck at this time how he was smiling and having fun and just being bubbly to the point where the nurses are talking about me. So, fast forward, I had to go to the bathroom. They told me, call us if you got to go to the bathroom. Do not go yourself. I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm going to go to the bathroom myself. And I stood up. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm cool. What the hell am I doing in here? Boom, fall. Out of no fucking way, I just... I mean, the most humiliating accident. This was worse than the accident itself because they told me not to move. <laughs> now, I couldn't get up myself, clearly, because both my legs. So the nurses came in and lifted me up. Oh, my God, you know. You know, the whole week, man, that shit bothered me. I remember looking down the hall and well not looking down the hall, I'm hearing the guy, like everybody, you know, you know, you start it's like being in a jail, so I don't want to compare, you know, hospital to jail, but you start knowing your neighbors, this one's down there, you can hear this one, but I know that one dude and they was like, yo, this dude is the only one on the floor. This guy has an amazing personality, just lost his leg, like literally got his leg severed. And I'm like, how the fuck could you be happy? I feel like shit. I fell. And I was miserable that whole week, man. Terribly miserable. Until I had my operation. Shout out to Yori Belinsky, man. That's my bro right here. <laughs> shout out to Cameron Cooper. Just shout out to my bro. I'm not a tall man. I'm an average height, but I love myself. I have no fear. The worst she can say is no. And I have all the confidence. Well, exactly. We are getting to that. Shout out to you, man. I love you, bro.
Love your family, man. Tomas Vivasello, as usual. Shout out to your son. So, I had the surgery. I remember my mother was there first when I came out. Because, you know, at first surgery feels like it's two minutes. And she was like six hours. So, my pastor, later on, my pastor at the time, God bless his soul, came to visit me. And, man, it was one of the most amazing visits, man. I mean, this man cared. Like, he came there, sat down, copped the seat. And he was the one that taught me when he does his things like at, at church, he never, ever, ever enters an office room with a woman without her having another woman with her. And it was amazing how like this really taught me so much later on being around women, going to GYNs. I'm like, okay, because he's a man and you know. A woman could say he did something, and that's why they have to have a witness of always having another woman. Not a man, because you could have two dudes in there with one girl, and they, that shit still could go left. And I remember he told me that. For some strange reason, man, when he left, man, I, I had this amazing boost of this confidence. Like, you know what? I'm going to heal. Because I remember he was telling me about my healing. It's going to be tough. There's going to be some days. Because I mean, he came out of crib, all that. I mean... The pastor, man, the most amazing pastor I've ever had in my life. I mean, I mean, no disrespect to even my current one because I haven't even been active in church due to COVID and et cetera and since my pastor's been gone because he was the most amazing pastor I've ever had in my life. I mean that. Pastor Seawood, Reverend Seawood. And I remember he was telling me, you know, you're going to have some good days, you're going to have some bad days, but, you know, that's all part of the healing. And I remember how that hit me. And then it changed me. Like, I was in the hospital, like, wow, all week I've been bitching because I lacked confidence. All week I, I clearly was lacking confidence because the man down the hall with the severed leg was confident. You know, when you lack confidence, you will never give anything that's full of potential. Nothing. Your, your way of thinking, your thoughts, your choices, your decisions, nothing comes out right because as a non-confident person, you subject yourself to not being fulfilled by being true to yourself. You almost don't even believe in yourself. So now if you have a disability, which this man had, we we both had disabilities, but he had a serious disability because he had a permanent disfiguration for the rest of his life. He's permanently disfigured for the rest of his life. Mine's going to heal and I'm walking again. Thank God. Now you can get a prosthetic leg or whatever, but still, the bottom line is permanently disfigured. And why is it that I know situations like this where people that seem to have these disabilities usually are the people that have life and look at things different. You know, that hospital visit really did something to me. I believe God didn't have a TV in there for a reason. Like, there was no rooms we could go to. I didn't like my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, at the time I was being on some bullshit because... They was doing whatever they was doing next door. I think they was fucking having sex. It was crazy. But whatever it was, it was just a fucking disaster. But then I seen why he put me there. He wanted me to be in this zone 
So I could never forget this visit ever again in my life. And I learned a lot from that visit, not only from my pastor, just how I looked at things. I realized that people sometimes that have disabilities can show people that don't have disabilities, you know, serious ones, how good they have it. I looked at this in all ways, and I've noticed that even when I watch shows like, you know, 600 Pound, um, the people that do the, you know, when they get, they have to do the lose weight to get like, you know, a weight loss surgery, etc. All types of things. But the great thing that I've learned from this experience in 2011 is that when you believe something, you could, you could overcome anything. And I've gotten to the point where I became more of a prophet. I became more of a person to push people. So when a person comes to me in a sad way and they're talking about their disability or, yo, Nate, could you talk about this? I can't have sex with my girl because I got erectile dysfunction or I have a, a disability that doesn't allow me to perform and do things. So I gave up on women because nobody's going to want me. And, you know, I, I find out to be very, very offensive to human nature because with confidence and faith you can overcome anything those those are the t the key elements and when you lack those two your disability will be a disability cuz it will be it will disable you from performing things in your life mentally and physically if you have short man syndrome it will cause you to not perform to your full throttle, your full performance of anything. If you lack confidence, you're no different than the short man syndrome. You're no different than the person that has a disability and can't perform. You may be permanently disfigured from an accident on your face, your hands, your feet. You may have a limp and probably think, wow, you know, Nate, I really would like to have me a good woman. And I'm like, so what's the problem? Well, you know, I have this type of woman and she's this and that. And, you know, maybe if I was like you, I'd be okay. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you're like me? Like you, you. What, because you physically think that just because I have an advantage? That doesn't mean anything. That's all. This is all of your mind. You see, if you allow somebody to use you, you can't blame them. It's you. If you're trying to make somebody love you, and they should accept you for the way you are, but you want to shower them with money and do certain things. It's you. What you're doing is now you're setting yourself up for destruction. It's no tolerance for me and no excuse for a person. I have no tolerance for it. But I have no... This, you can't give me the excuse that you have all these disabilities or one or the other 
And it's an excuse because she doesn't love you for these reasons. You have a better, in a better position. Because you know that anybody that loves you is true. You know, anybody that loves you unconditionally. At that level, that means it's true. Now, you got to question if you're rich. You have to question if you're tall. Some guys may be like, well, Nate, fuck that. If I'm your height and a girl's checking on me, I don't mind her using me. I'm like, being used is never good. It's just not. If a woman uses you for sex, and you may really like her, she may be into using men for sex. So now when you catch her cheating, now you want to be mad at her. How could you be mad at her? She used you for sex and now she used somebody else. You see what I mean? It's not fun anymore. It was fun when she was using you. You should never have a tolerance to be used. You can utilize, but use is a bad word. If a person pays for your services because you know how to put up carpentry, that's utilizing you. But if a person uses you, that means they probably going to use you, go on a date for you to build the fucking house practically because she's going to give you some pussy. Now it's a little disgraceful, right? The purpose of this video podcast, whatever you're listening to, if you're watching me, Shout out to shout out to Michelle. What up, baby? I want you to realize that at Ask Nathaniel, there was zero tolerance for you thinking that your disability is the reason why you can't get the woman that you want. Your disability is deeper than that. Your your disability at this point is what what are you seeing? I don't know what you see, but I'm seeing something entirely different. So if you're looking at the people or the person to accept you, and they're not accepting you, and now you're taking it personal because you feel your disability or your height or your lack of confidence or low self-esteem is why this person is not into you. You wish you had my self-esteem. You wish you had my height. You wish you had this. No. Why don't you be into somebody that's into you? Because you know you're special. If you're a rare breed from a confident person, that's how they're going to think. They're going to look at their disability as special. Special meaning anybody that deals with me has to be special. Any friend that I have has to be special. Any car that I drive has to be special. Anywhere I eat has to be special. These are good words. But you're not using these words right when you have these needs and desires and you feel that you... It's it, This is the word I hate to say, but you feel that it's... Available to you because 
you should be entitled to something just because. No. You have to make definitely better choices and decisions because of your special environment. If you're so much of a good man, you have to be real careful of the decisions you make. You can't do the shit I probably can do, and I can't do what you can do. That's the difference between me and you. But me being on this side of the fence, I'm telling you, hey, you could probably climb that fence and you got one leg. And you could tell me, well, Nate, you could probably climb it faster because you got two legs. So how do you know if I could even climb the fence? But I know you can because you're special. And I know that you're going to have a special, unique way of doing whatever you do. So I'm not going to drown you into this video. I'm not going to drown you into this podcast. I'm not going to drown your ears into any deep motive making your ears bleed. Your eyes bleed or your ears. But I'm going to say this. The choices you make reflect on who you are. If a woman cannot accept you for who you are, she is not for you. If she accepts you for who you are, that's a special lady for a special man. You must be a special lady, but a very exciting girl. You keep dating hoes or you're an older guy dating younger women or you may even be a guy that has a couple of dollars and you feel that you treat people well, they should treat you well. No, it doesn't work like that. When you're a rare entity or you are a rare entity or a jewel or you're a prize like you think you are, you have to be real, real, real. Really, really special when it comes to your decisions and choices. When a person could see and love you, regardless if you're in a wheelchair or not, regardless if you're short or not, regardless if you are have self-esteem, maybe you have mental issues that you're dealing with, you're going to, you're on medication. I don't care what it is. It's no excuse. I don't want to hear you come to me and say, Nate, I need some advice, man. You know, um, I just wanted to tell you this is my situation. You know, I'm at like four foot six. I'm weighing 300 pounds, but you know, I like me some Instagram models and I got my little thing that I'm into, bro. And well, you have a problem. Cause you like what doesn't like you. That's a problem. Well, what you trying to say, Nate? Cause you know, I got like taste, bro. You know, you know how us men are no brother. You look at yourself as a person with a disability and you want what you want. I look at you as a person, well, you special, bro, so why not have a special lady? Why not? It's very simple. Why not do special things? Why does special become a bad word? You want to be treated like everyday people? Everyday people are terrible. We need special people. We need loving people. We need people in this world that's going to embrace each other and love each other. Why would you want to be that? Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on.
you know, one thing that I learned is building people up that want to be entitled as regular people. But I always wanted special privileges. I want special privileges. I love special privileges. So what I don't understand is I want special privileges, but you want to live like me, but I want special privileges. Something is wrong with that. Remember I told you how the conversation started? We Everybody wants to be somebody else. We always look at, wow, man, I wish I was in that position. Wow, man, I wish I was in that position. Or even some situations where I'm like, woo, thank God it wasn't me. I dodged that bullet, right? You know how that is. What have happened? What has happened to us? If you can't love me when I'm special, then you're not a special person. We need special people in our lives. Now, I'm not going to drown you with this. What I will do is we are going to do a part two of this video. And I'm going to challenge you right now to, I'm going to prepare you right now to look into your vault. Look into your vault and say, yo, Nate, I've been struggling. I got a limp. I'm crippled. I'm blind. <sighs> Whatever. Sickness. Any disability. But you have people around you that fucked you over. You have women around you that did you dirty or you have men around you that did you dirty, whatever. Are you blaming me? They know you have to realize that as a special person, you have to make special decisions and choices. I work hard to do what I do and I want special privileges. Special privileges, respect. Respect is, is a privilege. Honor, loyalty. These are all special privileges. I'm any different than you. So I don't understand. How do we go there? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm challenging you. And man, I'm challenging you. Put these insecurities away, man. Put these insecurities away. You're not going to be on this channel or this channel. Or my channel, my podcast, my YouTube. And this shit's going to fly away at school. Because if you come to me complaining about how people take advantage of you because of these disabilities, I'm going to say, we need to hear more about this decisions and choices that you're making because something's wrong. Because you're a special person. Why you have a whole bunch of shit balls around you? What kind of decisions are you making? Okay? We don't have time to waste. As much as this world is lacking special people with special hearts that fulfill and do all the things that we need, we're lacking love, and you want to bring people that don't love you into, the, into your circle, into your atmosphere, do we need more of that? Did we just go through this shit four years? Make better decisions and choices. Eliminate the people that don't represent special. When YouTube knows you're doing well, they give you special privileges. 
When my insurance company knows I'm doing well and I don't get into accidents or have any claims, they give me special privileges. When your credit is good, they give you special privileges. When you have a clean slate in this world and never got locked up or didn't any jail time, they give you special privileges when you apply for a job or a career. I could vote. That's a special privilege because I don't have any felonies. Thank God. Your insecurities show me that you're unique. You just lack confidence. So if you put the confidence betraying your disabilities, you are no longer a person with a dis disability. You're unique. You're strong. You're confident. Confidence everything. Confidence everything. Shout out to Kato. Shout out to Gas Giant. Shout out to Patrick Sergeant. Confidence is everything. And the people around you are not adding on to you. You're going to lack confidence. If you are choosing the people around you and they don't add on to you because they take away from you, you're lacking confidence. What's the difference between you and me? You remember the song with Dr. Dre and, and, and Eminem? What's the difference between you and me? What happens if we bleed the same? Low self-esteem, okay. Where did that come from? It's a state of mind. Your disability is a state of your mind. Your disability is a state of your mind. That's all. That can be changed. Your physical disabilities are disabilities in a sense of well, clearly, you may have things that you lost, but your mind is different. It's two different things. That's why they tell you when the mind goes, that's it. That's it. The person could be on life support, they brain dead, that's it. It's all here. It's all here. So if you are allowing... Your short man complex to come to me and talk about, oh, Nate, man, I wish I had your height. I mean, that's crazy. But if I tell you, man, I wish I was your height, you think I'm clowning you. Let's take height out of the equation. I know people that's four foot nine. That has more confidence than some guys I know that's six foot eight. I know people in wheelchairs in the shopping malls, shopping on the bus, that's more confident than people that could stand on a bus. I know people that have two legs actively moving around and were afraid to be at a bus stop because they don't want nobody to see them because they're doing bad. But meanwhile, the person could be there with their wheelchair, get on that bus, like what? That energy is everything.
when you're special, you can make better decisions and choices because it's easier to do the process of elimination. You can look at people and know who's real and who's not a lot easier. You know, there was a woman that I went to school with for a long time. I literally we went to school from middle school to high school. And she suffered injuries from a very bad fire. I mean, so bad that when she was in school, she used to walk down the hallway and people used to like get out of her way like she had. That's how badly disfigured she was. Her hand literally had this bubble effect. Like, it was no longer a hand. It was just like a big ball. You know, she went to school. She kept going every day. And God bless her, man. Recently, she lost a child, like literally like a grown kid. But anyway, you know, she's been married for like 20 years. Do you know this woman is part of a percentile of women in my school that didn't even achieve a 20-year marriage, nevertheless, a marriage period. And then they say, man, wow. Then you look at the man, because the man, clearly, you know, he he didn't, he wasn't in the fire or whatever. One thing I admired about her, as of his also, as she got older, it's weird because now you can see, like, it's weird. It's like the oldest she got, you still, you could start seeing her face. Like, it wasn't as bad as it was when she was a kid. So it's like kind of like she developed like a uniqueness about her. Make long story short, why I use this as an example is that's true love. That's what you call true love because an average person could not understand how they could be a couple. How could this man that you know didn't have a, wasn't in the fire himself or has any degrees of any burns on his face? Why couldn't he get a woman that looked like him? Well, because he loved her and he made kids with her. They came to me for relationship advice. Three years ago, when she was going through changes, I said, yo, I, 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 I admired everything about her because I felt as if there are a lot of people that would have never even wanted to live after that. The point of what I'm making is that this woman here shows me that if you could do it, I can do it. There's no excuse. You ever see people singing these little memes and you see the person that, you know, is like a thousand pounds and they're out there working out and they put no excuses? Yeah, it's because that's what they're showing you. You know, these, these special individuals are angels for us to think differently. So if this woman may have felt she's entitled to date, a supermodel type of guy rather than know in my position I need a special man because I'm a special woman. That's it. She doesn't have to say I'm special because I'm, I have first degree burns all over my body. I ain't gonna say her name but I, I love her. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to give her a shout out because that is just amazing. So I'm telling you take a look around you. Motherfuckers don't add on to you. Get rid of them. I'm telling you right now. 
Because once they add on to you, you're special. They don't add on to you, you're not special anymore. Now you're fucking average. And now you're going to get played like you're an average person. The world in this world that we live in, we all want privileges. You work hard, you want to be acknowledged for it. You do your thing, you want to be acknowledged. Anything. You come out dressed nice, you want people to acknowledge us. We live for privileges. That shit should be in a human being. Animals live for privileges, you know? You have a dog, he does good, you give him a biscuit. You know what I mean? Your decisions and choices reflect you. 100%. So when you're making these bad decisions and choices of people around you and not understanding that she doesn't love you the way you love her, you're going to have a problem. And it's never going to get any better. Because you can't make nobody love you. I don't care what you do. But there's that special someone for you. You just got to let her in. There's that special someone for you. That special someone for you, that's what it means. If you're short and you feel that you should be with taller women, why not just look at a woman that is into you the way you are and she accepts you the way you are and she's loyal to you the way you are and she beyond anybody else, you are a king. Why not be with her? You want what you want, that's the problem. You want what you want. Look around you. Are you able to know? Because you have these special privileges. Not not your disabilities, the way you think. Oh, Nate, I have a slow self-esteem. Okay, that's special. Why? Because you were able to let it be known that you have a low self-esteem. So a lot of people don't know that. There's people out there that have low self-esteem and don't know it. You know it, so you're special. You're ahead of the game. You are. You know that you have. You suffered through low self-esteem. What are we gonna do about that? Well, you know the women I deal with. They don't respect the good man. No, you don't respect the good man. You don't respect the good man. That's why you're with her. You don't respect yourself, and you don't respect the good man being yourself. Well, you know, Nate, you know, I had this accident and, you know, it gives, makes me feel low and okay. So you chose her. Yeah, but man, I just, you know, I just like those type of girls. She, well, that's the problem. So, you know, my, no, it's not your disability. It's, just, it's, your, it's your way of thinking. It has nothing to do with that. You know, I do a lot of things for her. I try to cook, right? right? You, you cook? You cook because you are special or you cook because you have to because she doesn't do shit for you? 
got to think about that. Yeah, my family thinks she's the worst and, you know, I love her. Okay, well, your family's right. Those are your special radars. Your family is your special radar. You have a radar telling you what the deal is because you're not listening to nothing but fucking Alexa. It's you. Ladies and gentlemen, I got four minutes left. And like I said, when you come on to this channel, when you come there to ask me for advice, on any level, and you let me know, well, you know, I lack meeting women because I'm not, I'm shy, okay? What kind of woman are you talking about? Because there's a special lady for you. You just didn't meet her yet. But why? Well, I forgot to leave out. I like what I like. Well, what do you like? Well, I like, you know, Hispanic women with big butts. And Okay. Do they like you? Because I'm pretty sure you've encountered your queen a dozen times. So why are we having this conversation? Because you feel that you are... Awkward when it comes to having a conversation? Do you stutter? No. Okay, so what's the problem? Probably sounds a little deeper than that. Sometimes a person doesn't tell you everything. That's why you gotta learn your choices. We are giving great people in our lives and we just let it pass by us. You're gonna tell me no matter what you do in your life, you've lacked your achievements because of your disabilities. So you're blaming on the disabilities. Okay. I don't want to bring the Special Olympics into this, but they do a lot more than people that have what they don't. But you guys gave it a bad narrative because you hear special. So you think it's supposed to mean, you know, uh, Mentally challenged or retardation or cerebral palsy, okay? That's what you look at it as? You tell me they don't have special abilities? I, I, I know motherfuckers that go to the gym every day and can't lift an old Volkswagen. I know some special people that have powers where they can lift that whole motherfucking thing and never walked into a gym. Babies have special powers. They can see things that we can't see. Special is not a bad word. It's a bad word when you abuse yourself. It's a bad word when you underestimate yourself. It's a bad word when you make an excuse to why somebody doesn't love you. I have one of my boys. He's, he's chose his mother, woman over his mother. Oh yeah, okay, he's grown. then blames his mother for the problems. No, it's not your mother. Your mother's not the issue, it's you. You have so low self-esteem and that's why your wife is using you. It's not your mother. Your mother didn't do shit. She, she, if anything, she has nothing to do with it. It's your wife, right? No, it's not your wife either. <laughs> it's you. It's you, it's your way of thinking. You believe that it's your mother. 
You believe that your wife is not the issue. No, what well, I'll tell you what it is, it's you. A confident man makes corrections. You believe in yourself. You make better decisions and choices. Life's about decisions and choices. One bad decision or one bad choice can cost your whole fucking life. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave that with you. And now you know what? Shout out to Marcel. Marcel said you have to be around people that want to win. It's not about being around people that want to win. We need positive and negative in the world. But when you are choosing your soulmate, you have to choose somebody that is willing to ride and die with you. You can have friends that couple loses a couple. You know what I mean? You, you can't have, it's not, that's considered, you know what I mean? Nothing's perfect. But a special lady needs a special man. A unique lady means a unique man. If you are choosing people that add on to you, if, you know, vital things when it comes to you, got a partner that you open up a business with, you have a partner that you go skiing with, you know, these are essential things that you, they have to have the common thing, but to think life's about having, yo, all my people's is all about winners. No, that's not true. Because your way of thinking will let you know that what counts, the essentials count. The essential people in your life count. Essential. So we are going to continue this conversation. I want you guys to challenge yourself and look around you and say, yo, I need to fucking think different. If I can do it. Oh, I didn't work out since March because the gym was closed. Okay, that's excuses. It's all excuses. You don't have to be in the gym to work out. It's a fucking lie. Oh, Nate, I ain't really been meeting nobody because the clubs are closed. That, that, that's, that's no excuse. Target is open. Supermarkets are open. There's nothing you can tell me that's an excuse because you're alive. There's family members that I wish were here. Under any circumstance, better than being gone. I don't want to hear that. Shout out to everybody that has a disability. Shout out to everybody that is suffering. Shout out to everybody that has complexes. Shout out to everybody. But you're human. I'm only human. Listen to these words, man. Shout out to Big D. Shout out to K. My favorite cologne is Christian Dior. Any of them. <laughs> Shout out to everybody, man. But listen, I'll be back. Please think different. And I promise you, your disability is not your disability. It's the way you're thinking. Okay? I'm not better than you because I don't have that disability. You're not better than me because you don't have a disability, but it's the way you think. 
Yo, shout out to Ash Fresh. <laughs> Yo, dude, isn't that crazy? That's why. I, that's why you, you, you see, it's like when I when I had my look, you know, I used to always love these seventies brothers. I used to always thought it was cool where I see these brothers with their hair hanging on their head. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Like I said, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna mix this nineteen seventies pimp shit. Not a pimp into today's world. I'm gonna do it. And I had the vision of this and then, you know what I mean? Just when I least expected it popped up. And I got a great hairdresser, she's amazing, and I and I got my look and it feels good because it's you know what I mean? I'm coming into the look. And it's great, you know, and um thank you, Aunt Fresh, you know what I'm saying? So it's a it's 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 a look where I feel that there is a an image and I feel that image of Shout out to my brothers that from the 1970s that was just dropping it like just real, real serious levels of, you know what I'm saying, raising families to the game of the woman. Like, you know, the other day I was listening to this old interview with Phil Avery, you know, um, Uncle Phil, you know, from um, Fresh, Prince of, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And it was 2013. They said the, the interview was... Two weeks, what did they say? It was like um, three weeks before he passed. I'm going to share the video in a little while. And it was just dope, man, because, you know, that era of men, they just, you know what I mean? So this is kind of like a, a salute to that, you know what I mean? Like I always looked up to Superfly, and, you know, in the movies because these niggas had jewels this for days and you know, Rick James and, you know what I'm saying? Anybody that had hair, I was into that shit. Even the dude from the Gap Band, it was just... I watched the Gap Band when they were putting up the Christmas tree the other day, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's that dude with the long hair, you know what I mean? So my pops always pushed me to man, keep your hair long, and that's what I'm just going for. So it's a beautiful look, man, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Steven Topper, man, I appreciate that. I'm going to show you a little clip of this uh, interview with... Uh, shout out to Steven Topper. With Uncle Phil, and um, it was a it was a cool video, man. I want you to take a look at this, and um, let's see if I can find it here. Very interesting, man. I was real happy to see this video, and um, hope I shit. I watched so much of shit earlier, so it's probably all covered up. Oh, here it goes. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Go here and uh, sh share screen. Okay. Welcome back. You're watching VJ TV. I'm your host, Sierra Wara, and we're here at the Heroes and Legends Award, and we're here with James Avery. How are you doing? I'm fine. Now, I grew up watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and I am such a fan. Strict and confining ways. Our parents, you know, have all of that. They just did not do. Okay? Now everybody gets 
Well, um, as you know, um, Uncle Phil um, passed away, clearly. And, um, oh, shit, hold So, the, basically, my point is what I'm showing this video is, he didn't have long hair, but that was an era of, you know what I'm saying? Thank you very much, K-Dot. Appreciate that. Um, Uncle Phil was had a disability right in this video. He was in a wheelchair. He clearly wasn't, you know what I mean? He clearly um, was sitting in a wheelchair, you know, so he had a disability. But... Uncle Will's a special, excuse me, Uncle Phil, I, we call him Uncle Phil. He was one of the regime of them dads that was the Brady Bunch dads. We had Will and James Evans. We had Uncle Phil. And these are monumental individuals that I look always looked upon, looked up to. Even with that one video we just seen, what he talked about is how we raise our children and stuff. It just shows you how important it is for us to stick together and how important it is to build and see that this man clearly had the confidence even to his last days. Like he was a thorough dude and he didn't let any of his disabilities stop him. As a matter of fact, he showed that he was special. That's why I played that video. It's important for people to, to understand that your disabilities, your insecurities, your things that you feel that you're lacking is the reason why you're not living up to your full potential. That's what you're going to tell me because you've seen that interview and man, Uncle Phil was a strong looking man when he used to be on the show, but you know what I'm saying? It didn't stop him still from still being who he was. He still was that real man. He looked in your face, you know what I'm saying? He's an intimidating dude. So much love to Uncle Phil, man. Rest his soul. And um, I just hope for y'all to start lifting yourselves and realizing that when, you, when, you, when you're when you in this zone with me, it's, it's about, you know, really building yourself up because this era of men, those men from that 1970s era because they were full, you know, 1970s, 80s era, those are some true dudes, especially black brothers. And I feel that, you know, this is a thing that they have to pay. We have to pay homage and show them that even through the worst situation when uh, Richard Pryor had his disabilities, but he still was a confident man through through his sicknesses. So you're special. So act like it. Be better. Be making better choices. You deserve the best. But don't think that you just gonna deserve shit just because, well, I treated you good. No, you can't be dealing with, you can't deal with holes. You just can't do that. Well, Nate, you know, no, you, you can't, especially not. You need to deal with a special lady. Listen to the song, special lady, a very exciting girl. Ooh, you know the old school song. You must be it. got me sitting on top of the world. Sitting on top of the world. That's, that's a beautiful song. 
that's what you deal with, you know? So, I'm a special man. Well, you don't got no disabilities. I mean, I, I said I'm a special man. That's all that matters. I'm a special man. A special man needs a special lady. That's it. Yeah, it was one of one of real dads, one of Uncle Phil's real dads. And even even with him being one of the real dads from that era, we're losing them, unfortunately, through these sicknesses and all this bullshit. But he was in that wheelchair. You seen him in a wheelchair and he still was, you know what I mean? I like when he I like I just I just I never heard that interview until today, so I had to share it, man. So much love, man. You guys may look up to Will Smith as the, hey, oh, that's Will Smith. I'm like, well, I look it up to, you know, Mr. Avery. Me, personally, on, on when it came to the show, because he was, he was the foundation, you know what I mean? And even through the days and through his last days, he still was powerful, and he's still powerful to me. So I appreciate everybody joining in, but let's address these issues, man. No tolerance for that. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your sorrow stories when it comes to your disabilities because you're better than that. You're special. People with disabilities enlighten me to do what I'm doing, right? So where do you think that comes from? All types. When I was in the hospital in 2011 after that accident, who was the one? It was that gentleman on the floor that lost his leg in a construction accident. I'm fucking bitching because I just tore a couple of muscle fragment ligaments. Come on. What? I think the downfall is all these dudes are having kids with multiple women and not being, not being in their lives. Yeah, well, the fatherhood is definitely something that is definitely killing a lot of us. You know, you got to have that dad in your lives, man. It's a big deal, you know what I'm saying? And I love my father, man. My father was there. My father was there. My father still there. Right here, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, never take that heat away. We need each other, you know. Good needs bad, bad needs good, you know what I'm saying? A person's bad, they need somebody good to pick them up. And every now and then, a per, you know what I'm saying, vice versa. You'd be surprised. You got to have a bad motherfucker to help the good one. How many times you been in a situation, bad nigga came up there, what? Well, he did what? And he helped you. So we need each other. So, you know, but just make the essential choices of the people that, you know what I mean, are essentially supposed to be around you. That's important. Essential. Especially somebody you share in love with. So shout out to you, man. Don't let nothing stop you. Shout out to Marcel. So ladies and gentlemen, I will see y'all later. Please uh, follow me on this following and uh, check me out on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, anything.